Greetings, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. This is your host, Bullyproof expert, Ziggler certified life coach, and master martial artist, Rich Grogan. I want to tell you, bullying is real, and it negatively affects millions of people every single day. And oftentimes, the meanest, nastiest bully we'll ever face is the bully within, the bully named Fear. And that bully causes an endless amount of anxiety and depression. Now, I know this from personal experience, and that's why I've spent the last 30-plus years of my life empowering kids, parents, teens, and adults with hope and the confidence to believe in themselves to stand up to any bully they're facing, both real and in their mind. I'm so excited and so grateful you're joining me. Now, let's become bullyproof and live our best kick in life. Greetings and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. Yeah, baby. Well, happy day to you, whatever day it is for you. And as always, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day to tune in with me here. And you know, those that have listened before, hopefully you've subscribed, you've given us that five-star review. You, you know, I'm going to give you everything I got. Now, for our new listeners, I'm just going to remind you or let you know, I'm going to give you everything I possibly got because I know the value of time and the fact that you're taking time out of your busy day to be with me today, I promise I'm going to give you what I've got to add value to that time. And our new listeners, what is Bullyproof? It's basically about believing yourself and standing up to any bully you face, both real and also the meanest, nastiest bully we'll ever face, that bully in our mind. Yeah, that's the meanest one, right? Yeah. And the kick in life is all about getting back up each and every time life knocks us down and each and every time that we feel like maybe we're not the best parent or the best role model or the best example or the best God-given talent that we're meant to be, those things happen. I mean, that's that bully within. That's that bully in our mind that's telling us, man, we're not good enough. Man, I've dealt with that. You know, I still fight those battles. But that's why I chose to have this show here and do everything we can with the Bullyproof and Kickin' Life brand and our Martial Arts Academy and the brand there to help empower others, to empower kids, parents, teens, adults with that power to believe in themselves, with that hope and that self-confidence to get back up when life knocks us down. And that is living your best kick in life. All right, so what do we got today? Well, today's the Wednesday Wisdom Show, and this is episode number 253, Wowzers. And what we're talking about today is being the best example, well, for yourself, but when you're the best example for yourself, others are going to see it, especially us parents out there, our kids. And how do we do that? Well, oftentimes, we, well, if you're really like me, you, you try and do the grandiose things because, well, you know, that, that, that's good, that's great. That gets the most recognition, but oftentimes those are hard to come by. And you know, Zig Ziglar always talks about, you know, tornadoes and hurricanes. They get the big, the biggest uh, attention, the most attention on the media, but termites do the most damage. <laughs> Think about it. And what do they do? Little bitty things. And that's basically what we're going to be talking about today. Not about termites. No, about the little things. And we can see the gigantic impact they have. So I'm going to list a variety of different things. We're going to dive in deep to talk about these. And here's the end all be all. When we do these little things to be the example for others, to be example for our kids, to be the mentor, the leader, the Christian that we were born to be. Well, man, I'll tell you what, not only does little things add up to the big things I'm talking about, but they're going to start compounding on one another and you're going to start feeling a lot better about yourself. World's tough enough. 
World ain't all sunshine and rainbows, as Rocky says. It'll be a mean, nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it, right? Yeah, we know that. We've all experienced that. That's the world. That's society. And oftentimes, and uh, this is a whole nother show, and I've talked about this at end with other shows, you can drop, we got 250, well, just 253, so 252 previous episodes. You can dive back and listen to some of those. But oftentimes I feel a way that uh, society bullies our kids is by not preparing them for the challenges of the world, giving them trophies they haven't earned, giving them grades they haven't worked for. Ah, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh. We, we got we to help them, all right? We got to help them understand that they're going to have to learn to stand on their own two feet at some point in time. We can't expect others or the government or everybody else to take care of us because that just isn't how life is. And like I said, I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> well, I have many, many times before, but I want to focus on today's show. And today's show is being the best example for ourselves, our kids, and anybody else we impact by doing those little bitty things and see how impactful they will be and what they will become. So here's some examples. You know, the little things like giving yourself a little extra time in the morning. Now, why is that important? Well, if you get up and you're rushing, 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 well, one, rush produces, what, stress, right? And the stress chemical in your body is called cortisol. And when cortisol is rushing through your veins, you're edgy. You're on edge. You're um, you're not thinking clearly, right? The littlest things are going to compound into something bigger. And that's the little things, right, on either side of the fence. A lot of little things, uh, the good little things are going to add up to something great. A lot of bad little things, like getting up late, rushing. I mean, think about it. We've all done this before. We hit that snooze button, we hit it again, we hit it again, we hit it again. <laughs> Sound familiar? I, I've, my gosh, I don't know how many years I would do that. And then, of course, I would give myself, oh, goodness, maybe 10 to 15 minutes to do something I know is going to take 30 or 40 minutes, right? But we know we can beat the clock. We can do this. If we just would have got up a little bit earlier. Now, the thing I have to hear if people say, well, man, it's easier said than done. Of course, it's easier said than done. I mean, some of my past... When I was teaching, I was a teacher during the day and still trying to, um, when the business was going, I guess, it was it was more like a money-losing hobby at the time, but I kept trying to make it work. So I'd teach during the day and run the business at night, and a lot of times the day would start at 6.30, 7 o'clock, get up, go to school, teach eight or nine PE classes, go to the academy, do some uh, paperwork before class, whatever sign-ups and whatever maintenance need to be done in the building, teach four or five classes that night. Stay at the studio till 11 or 12 to decompress, go home, eat dinner at 1 o'clock, fall asleep on the couch with and wake up with food all over me, papers all over the place, had to gather those up, jump in the shower, get ready to do it all again. Yeah, so I hit the heck out of that snooze button because a lot of times it was <laughs> 4, 5, 3, whatever it was, depending on the day, hours of sleep. So that extra, uh, whatever snooze is, five, six, seven minutes, whatever it is on your snooze, that that meant a lot. But all I knew was constantly chasing my tail. And what ended up happening, burnout let in. Yeah. The little things uh, that, that I was, the example I was giving my kids was, well, dad never has time for me. Dad's always uh, stressed out. Dad's always in a panic rush. Dad doesn't care about me. Now I'm being as transparent, and that's the beauty about the show, and I've done that since day one. I'm going to share with you my weaknesses, share with you my fails, share with you my uh, challenges that um, some I've overcome, some I'm currently working to overcome, but I'm in the process of doing it. And my goal is that you don't ever have to go through that. Or if you're going through it right now, here's what I've been doing 
that's helped me, and I'm hopeful that it'll help you as well. And that's why we call it the Wednesday Wisdom Show. And, and other shows are dip into these things, but this show specifically, uh, generally I don't have guests on this one. I have the guest on the Monday weekly spotlight show. So you have to check that one out. And then the Friday is just a quick hitter, seven to 10 minutes to give you something to focus on for the weekend to, to challenge you, to take you into that weekend so you can live your best kick in life. So back to the Wednesday wisdom, because that's what we're talking about. Give yourself a little extra time in the morning and see what a little, what a difference that makes that little bit. Now, of course, that may require you go into bed a little bit earlier at night. Wow. Yeah. See how that works out? If you go to bed late, you're probably going to wake up late. You go to bed a little earlier, you're probably going to have an easier time waking up a little bit earlier. Now, another thing about the show is it's the Wednesday Wisdom Show, but my wisdom is very easy to digest. I'm not a rocket scientist by any means. I'm not going to throw complicated stuff at you <laughs> simply because, one, that's that's not how I function. And, and I don't know, I like to keep it simple, right? You know, the KISS philosophy, keep it simple, silly. I like to be silly, too, and have some fun with the show. But I'm going to keep it as basic as I can because that's what works. Something too overly complicated. You know, uh, I don't have a lot of rocket scientists and uh, Harvard professors and people. Yeah, I guess I, I got several professors, but maybe not the upper echelons who, who are expecting me to throw around 20 and $30 words. Those just aren't in my vocabulary. <laughs> I, I, I read every day and I listen to at least 15 to 30 minutes of Audible every day because I want to continue to self-educate. But at the same time, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a farm boy. I grew up a farm boy, and I'm going to speak right off the cuff. I got my right hook of reality. means occasionally I'm going to pop you in the chops with some <laughs> hard facts, and it's never meant to offend or an insult. But it is meant to wake you up a little bit, right? Just like I'm not a believer and everybody gets a trophy and everybody gets an A. I'm a believer, and you got to work. you got to work to earn what you deserve. Why? Because sooner or later, my grandma used to always tell me, Richie, sooner or later, you're going to have to pay the fiddler. Richie, sooner or later, you're going to have to pay the ferryman. Now, Richie, as a kid, had no idea who the heck the fiddler or the ferryman was. <laughs> but now I'm a little bit older, and, and, and I get what she was saying. Yeah, you got to learn to stand on your own two feet. So that's another great example you can share with, with your kiddos, um, is, is you standing on your own two feet. And I know you do. And I'm not ever, ever going to assume I know what difficulties and what troubles anyone out there is going through. I don't. I mean, there's an old saying, if we were to throw all our problems in a pile and then see all the problems, all the stress that everybody else is dealing with, we would quickly want our own problems back. We'd say, you know what? <laughs> you go ahead and keep your problems. I, my, my, I'm going to take mine back because we have no idea of the battles other people are fighting. But that gets back to the title of the show. Be the best example. And another thing, we, we oftentimes we don't connect with our kids. We don't know the battles they're fighting. And the battles they're fighting, yeah, um, society today, I believe, in my heart, and I'm speaking candidly here, and this is going to be a right hook reality, we, we've, we've softened up our kids a little, a little too much. We really, really have. And that's why the teen suicide rate, the Gen Z and millennial suicide rate is going through the roof. And it's no, showing no signs of slowing down. Because that's when the right hook reality, that left uppercut of truth, when life kicks our butts, we got to have something in us to help us get back up. So back to what we're talking about, being the best example for our kids, doing those little things. So you're probably saying, now, so you're telling me by me just getting up a little earlier in the morning, that's going to help solve all these problems? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's a little bitty piece of the equation. 
because you give yourself a little bit extra time in the morning. You're not as panicked. You're not as stressed. You're not as rushed. You're going to be able to think a little bit better. And the crazy things are going to happen. You're not going to be rushing like a maniac to get out the door and probably forgetting something along the way, forgetting your keys, forgetting your phone, forgetting to hug and kiss your kids, forgetting to make lunch, forgetting to give your spouse a kiss. You know, when you're in a rush, in a panic rush, you're not thinking clearly. And, of course, think about how that would start the day off if you weren't rushed. You were able to walk out to your car, get in your car, even if you got every red light on the way to work or if you got behind somebody who's going extremely slow. It wouldn't stress you out as much because you got the extra time. Yeah. And think about it. You told your kids, I love you in the morning. And maybe, hopefully, you do. Maybe a little extra and you got time to actually talk to your kids. I know. Such easy examples. So a lot of you might be saying, well, if they're so gosh darn easy, why aren't I doing them? Why aren't more people doing them? So if they're gosh darn easy, why are they also so gosh darn hard? <laughs> well, that's just it. What's easy to do is also easy not to do. Yeah, it really, really is. So let's continue on here. What is another good example? Maybe smiling in the morning, taking time just to look at the beauty that you are in the mirror. And you might be saying, well, I look in the mirror. I, I, I don't know. I don't really, really see beauty. Shame on you. You're a gift from God. You're one in 7.7 .7 billion people on this planet. And no one, no one, no one, no one is as, as you. You are the most unique gift there is and ever will be. Smile at that gift. Not sure. Maybe if you're not in the ideal shape that you want to be in. Or maybe not feeling good about yourself. Sometimes it's hard to smile. I get that. But you force that smile. Even laugh at yourself in the mirror. Start counting your blessings. You got your health. You got a house to live in. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you got some source of, of uh, phone, right? Or internet connection. That puts you ahead of so many people in the world. It really does. And it all starts off with counting those small blessings. Counting the blessings that you have your health. Think about the people that don't. Count your blessings that, like I said, you got a house to live in. Or if you've got a wife and or husband, you got a spouse and kids. Count your blessings. If you've got a job, count your blessings. Little bitty things. Now, I'm not Pollyanna here. By the way, that's a great movie. I always enjoyed that, that movie. But I am, I'm a realist. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows, as I said earlier. But I'm also on the other side there. You start looking for things to be grateful for, you're going to find a lot more to be grateful for. What you look for, you'll surely find. You look for the negative. You look for all the gloom and doom, which, of course, is what the news and the media bring to us. That's another example I'm going to get to in a second. <laughs> the little thing is turn that garbage off. But what you look for, you'll surely find. Start looking for the good, what you have, and it starts to compound itself. And your mind, your subconscious mind, it cannot differentiate between uh, reality and what, what, you, what you come up with in your mind. What I mean by that is, it has no, well, it had subconscious. I'm going to say, you know, no, I'm going to say it. It doesn't care at all. It has no bearing. If you want more negative, because that's what you think about, your subconscious mind is going to dig up as much negative garbage as it can. If you want more positive, your subconscious mind is going to work that way. It's going to dig up as much positive as it can. There's a part of your brain called the reticular activating system. And what that is, that's a filter that filters out the anywhere from 86,000 to 120,000 is the average thoughts per day that the average human being has. You would go nuts if you tried to focus on all those thoughts. But what your reticular activating system does, it focuses or it magnifies what you focus on the most. So, example I always give 
Say you bought a new car and just say it's a blue truck and you buy drive that blue truck off the parking lot. Suddenly that blue truck is everywhere. Or ladies, maybe you bought a new dress and suddenly you see that dress everywhere. Well, I know we're all cool and all, but just because you bought the truck or the dress doesn't mean everybody else rushed out and bought that truck and that dress. What it means is those things were always there. Those trucks were always there. That dress was always there. You just never focused on it before because you weren't thinking about it. Yeah. How true is that? But that's how the reticular activating system works. And that's how what you focus on magnifies. You focus on the positivity, you're going to start seeing more things to be positive about. Focus on the negativity, listen to the mainstream media. Yeah. Or I call CNN constantly negative network. That's all it is. <laughs> Ugliness. It's just not good to put those things in your mind. What you plant is going to grow. Plant negative, you're going to have more negative. Plant positive, you're going to have more positive. All right? But it, it takes time. Little bitty things, right? Day in and day out. So smiling in the morning. Smiling at the gift that you are. Another thing, you go out to a dinner with family. Being extra nice to the waiter or waitress. Your kids are going to see the example, right? Yeah. Smiling at them. Ask them how their day is. My kids know now. They even, before I can do it now, We'll go to place an order at a restaurant. We just went out yesterday for my son's 21st birthday. Can't believe my little buddy is now 21. Holy smokes. But what a, what a great day. I spent the day with my four best friends in the whole wide world, which is my amazing wife, Desi, my 21-year-old Austin, my 17-year-old Madeline, and my little buddy, 12-year-old Emmett. What a great day. It was it was just truly phenomenal, the day we had. We went out to uh, Wasabi. It was a sushi restaurant, had some sushi, and then we went over to um, a place called Dave and Buster's and played some video arcade games, and then we closed the day out actually going to um, uh, Hibachi Grill, and it was, uh, it was a fantastic day. It really, really was, but my kids, they know when the waiter asks, um, what you'd like? Well, I'd like some water, please, and how's your day? And the waiter, their head like spin around in circles like, who's this kid asking me how my day is? What? What? And of course, it automatically brings a smile on their face. So, um, I, I'm fine. Thank you. And of course, what happens? You know, they, they, well, not that they try and outdo each other, but their smile, their please, their thank you. The waiter hands them a refill, or waitress hands them a refill. Thank you very much. It's those little things that they've picked up on. Yeah. Now, here, here's an old saying. This goes to do with colleagues or friends or, or even business associates. If the person is nice to you, but rude to the waiter or waitress, they're going to be rude to, to you when you're not around. Just how it is. That's who they are. Right? Yeah. Now, are you saying if it's bad service? Uh, well, we, we have that. Right now, of course, the poor restaurant industry, and this is a whole other topic for a whole other show, is really, really struggling. So the people they're getting, man, they're working their butts off. So if they've earned that extra little bit, give that extra little bit and talk to your kids about it. You know, and try and make, you know, I used to say, try and make every moment a teachable moment. But now I'm kind of retracting that a little bit because my my, uh, my daughter said to me, I said the other day, it was probably a month or two ago. She goes, you know, Dad, not everything is a teachable moment. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I said, yeah, but and she was exactly right. Her point was, look, and just enjoy the moment. Be there. And, you know, that, that, that's good. And I've got to be humble enough to listen to my kids from time to time, too, knowing that hopefully they picked up on enough good things. And then they're going to call me out if, I've, uh, if I'm living in the past or living too much in the future and not focusing on the present. And that's exactly what she was saying. So anyway, be a little extra nice to the waiter waitress. Uh, when you're driving, let someone out in traffic. 
And if you're not rushing because you're late, you're going to have that extra time to do that. Yeah, and when we're rushing, when we're late, obviously we're stressed. <laughs> what happens? You're going to get every red light. You're going to have every slow person in the world get in front of you. You're going to be panicked. You're going to be switching lanes. It's a stressed out mess. And, of course, who picks up on that stress and that anxiety? Our kids. Our families. Right? Yeah. They're the ones that feel it the most. Crazy, isn't it? Just a little extra time in the morning. Let someone out in traffic. Of course, it's going to make you feel good. Now, of course, I always like to say this. When you let somebody on traffic, and I'm the same way, you're always looking for what? That wave. That wave to say thank you. That just a little bit of gratitude, right? A little bit of appreciation, a little bit of respect. I did a video blog on this, I don't know how many years ago, <laughs> because it happened to me. And, of course, the first thing, when I didn't get that wave, I was like, gosh darn it, last time I let somebody out in traffic. Well, <laughs> did you let the person out? Just for the wave? Or did you let them out because it was the right thing to do? Now, I'm with you. They, they should acknowledge and be grateful and wave, right? That's just showing respect. And I'm huge on respect. <laughs> I really, really am. I think if there's more respect in the world, would have less violence and less unhappiness. People are a little more respectful. But they got to be respectful of themselves before they can ever respect anybody else. But I get it. I, I, that person, I got frustrated. And the very next person, I didn't let out. And I stopped and thought. And I'm like, okay. Come on now. That person I didn't let out, they had nothing to do with that other person that didn't wave. So I, I got back to the martial arts academy and I immediately filmed the video. And it was all about that. Uh, um, when you let somebody out in traffic, what do you expect or what do you want? The wave or just feeling good that you did the right thing? And uh, it was, <laughs> I got all kinds of comments on it and this and that, but it really helped me stop and think about why I did it. But anyway, letting somebody out in traffic. Here's another one. Not complaining about others in front of your kids. That's a tough one. I mean, it really, really is because we got all problems. We got people that frustrate the daylights out of us, but our kids are going to be follow our example. Little bitty things like that. Now, some new listeners might be saying, well, how the heck does this all tie in to bully proof and kicking life? Well, Essentially, this is the essence of what bullyproof is. Bullyproof is believing yourself with hope and self-confidence, but bullyproof is also not bullying yourself by focusing on the negative, not bullying yourself by setting a poor example for your kids, your family, but not bullying yourself by not being who you're born to be, by not bullying yourself by focusing on the negative and being unhappy. Because the bully within, that's the meanest bully we'll ever face. That bully in our mind, meanest, nastiest, scariest bully we'll ever face. And that bully knows all our inner secrets, right? There's wisdom right there. That's the bully that keeps ticking away. That's the bully that keeps focusing on that person that did you wrong. You're going to get back at him. Well, that's a waste of time. And I, I get it. Some people deserved it. <laughs> I'll say I have the crap smacked out of them. Like, whoa, wait a minute, dude. And I'm not physically saying go do it. But I get it. That's, that's a natural emotion to feel that. But I'm wanting you to defeat that bully within so you don't continuously, uh, continuously, easy for me to say, harbor on those negative, negative messages, those negative thoughts. Don't do it. So don't complain in front of your kids either. These little bitty steps. Now, I've just listed a couple things, you know, giving yourself uh, extra time in the morning, smiling in the mirror, being extra polite to a waiter or waitress, um, letting somebody out in traffic, not complaining in front of your kids. These are just little bitty things, little bitty things. But once again, those little things will add up. And I wrote this in my notes, and I want to definitely share it with you, kind of the, the leaving an impact and impression without even knowing it. Everything we do is going to leave an impact and impression, either good or bad, on those that are watching us. 
And the higher your leadership role, and if you're a parent, that's the biggest leadership role you're ever going to have. Man, oh, man. Every single, uh, well, kids, <laughs> they, they, we may not think they're listening, but they're listening. We may not think they're following, but they're following because we're their best example. Now, as they get older in the teenage years and stuff, we got to be really be careful. And that's why if we plant the right seeds earlier, we're going to help have that communication chain opened up to connect with them, communicate with them. Because, well, we know how it is when we're teenagers, right? Oh, my gosh. I mean, we were all teenagers before. We know what's going on. It's compounded now with social media, but it's still the same. The, 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 their, their minds aren't developed. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to do dumb stuff. I mean, that's what they do. I mean, I, I, it's something I talk about a lot of times when I give uh, presentations and speeches to high schools, middle schools, even colleges. Is <laughs> And I'll go from the guy's point of view. It, teenage boys are, are just just complete knuckleheads, complete idiots. I mean, they really, really are. It's because all the testosterone going through their body, they're gross, they're changing, and uh, puberty's really kicking in. There's a lot of craziness going on. So you take a group now of teenage boys with all that going on, and, man, you got a first-class ticket to Idiotville. I mean, really, because they're just going to continuously not only try and outdo each other, but there is so much testosterone flowing, so much just goofiness going on there. Oh, my gosh. So you just hope that you plant enough seeds early enough in life where <laughs> where they get off that trained idiotville and don't make any real, real drastic decisions and choices that could affect their life. But gets back to that little thing in the morning. If you're able to communicate with them, instead of rushing out the door, spend a couple minutes with them. Same thing at night before bed. And back to the lasting impact, the imp- impression we make without even knowing it. Um Maya, Maya Angelou said, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Think about that. Think about that. You think about people in your life. Think about somebody who uh, you may have forgotten what they said. You may have even forgotten what they did, but you're probably never, ever going to forget how they made you feel. Well, guess what? We all have that power, all that ability to do that. They may not remember our name. They may not remember exactly what we said. They may not remember exactly what we did. Boy, oh boy, they're going to remember how we made them feel. I mean, right now, as I'm saying this, I'm sure you've got, you know, screenshots of of people that are popping up in your mind. Some people made you feel good. You're going to remember them for that. Forgot what they did to make you feel good. They just made you feel good. Other people, oh man, they made me feel bad. I can't remember why. That person didn't make me feel very good. And that's the impact of that quote there. And that's the impact and impression we leave every single day, every single moment of every day when around people that don't even know about it. I'm just saying I want you to be the best example for your kids. Do those little things and see how that uh, has an impact on not only them, but on you as well. Good stuff? Yeah? little Wednesday wisdom for you there? Well, as a reminder, check out previous episodes. And I can't say this enough. If you found value in this message, please Share it with someone else that you know would benefit from this message. And that's how we're going to work together, I like to say collectively working together, to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And how we do that? Well, I'm trying to do it with this show here, um, the, the Kicking Life and, I'm sorry, Bullyproof and Kicking Life podcast, our video blogs, our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life on Instagram and Facebook. 
and our YouTube channel, which I, I'm going to be honest, I need to do some work with, but it's Kickin' Life Master Grogan is the YouTube channel. And I have, my goodness, I don't know how many 300 and something videos out there on the, the YouTube channel, but it, it needs some work. I'm, I'm going to be honest with that. Uh, but the podcast is rolling, man. We're doing three shows a week and it's rolling on out. As I said, this is episode 253. So make sure you listen to previous ones. And of course, if you liked it, give us that five-star review. That'll kind of bump us up in the ratings a little bit so more and more people can find the show. And obviously, if people are going around being a little bit happier and healthier, it's going to make society a lot safer because happy, healthy people aren't, uh, they don't have road rage. They're not cutting people off in traffic. They're not going around shooting people up. They're not uh, bullying one another. That's how we make it better. But obviously, we can only control what we can control. But if we do a good job of that, that message is going to spread to others. Uh, quick book update. The book is in the editor's hands now. My book, Bully Proof, it's in the editor's hands. And I'm also uh, working on another little project. It's actually for younger kids, ages three to five. And it's uh, um, a board book. And it's all about B is for believing in me. That's all I'm going to give you right now. It's a little book that's going to have the A through Z in the alphabet. And he's going to have some motivational affirmations for little kids uh, to read and for parents to read with them. Just to kind of once again, uh, when you believe in yourself, that's that's putting on your bullyproof armor to keep any negative comments from penetrating or infiltrating your mind. And obviously at a young age with little kids there, the more we can do that at an early age, the more it's going to help them as they get older. All right, folks. Well, gosh darn, well, thank you so very much for your time, and thanks for for listening in. As I mentioned, please share this with others. And, of course, if you're in the Edwardsville, Glen Carbon surrounding areas, come check out our Martial Arts Academy, Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts. Uh, we're, we're doing amazing things. Everything we kind of talk about on the podcast is the things we talk about in our mat chats at the studio. So it's more than just punching and kicking. It's, uh, it's all about helping empower kids, parents, teens, and adults to believe in themselves with that courage and confidence that comes from within on how to defend themselves, protect themselves against any bully they face, both real and in their mind. All right. Well, good stuff, good stuff. So as uh, as we leave here, I definitely always like this, uh, our, our little affirmation. And when I have our guest on our guest show, I have them say this as well. And it is. What is it? <laughs> oh, here we go. I, I got to memorize, but I, a lot of times when I say it without looking at it, I'll skip one or, or move around. It's, I believe in myself. I am a one and only original gift from God. I am awesome. I am bullyproof, and I'm living my best kick in life. All right, folks. Thank you so very much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof. And then you'll live that best kick in life. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. This is your bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And I kindly ask that please remember that five-star review, if we've earned it, to let others know that you're a part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you do have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, both real and in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, you'll become bullyproof, and you'll live your best kick in life.